This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. Hey, you know what? I know a lot of people are going to be doing this weekend, at least in the New York area, but I'm sure in a lot of communities around the country, and that's voting. I already voted. I voted last weekend. I uh, I like early voting. I like getting it out of the way. There's never a line. You, uh, you do your thing. But uh, a lot of folks don't necessarily know who all the candidates are that are running. But a funny thing has happened over the course of the last four or five years. The the old saying, back uh, going to the days of uh, the former Speaker of the House, Tip O'Neill, used to be, all politics is local. Well, what we've seen over the last four or five years, and that kind of always made sense, right? You're interested in getting your uh, streets cleaned. You're interested in getting the garbage picked up. You're interested in getting fires put out. You're interested in getting bad guys arrested. You're not sending someone to the uh, city council or to be mayor who's going to decide whether or not you have the death penalty, whether or not abortion is legal, or whether or not we're invading Iraq. But What has happened over the course of the last four or five years is that all politics, believe it or not, in voters' minds anyway, is now national. And what you're seeing here is all of these local races dominated by issues of national import that are on voters' minds. And never did I think I'd see the day where candidates for local office are not just being asked to weigh in on Obamacare. They're asked to being weigh, weigh in on uh, immigration policy. They're asked to, to weigh in on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. And the unfortunate reality of a lot of the elections this year, at least in our area, New York and New Jersey, is that so many of them are uncompetitive, meaning I don't mean that there's token opposition. I mean, there's no opposition. People are running just totally unopposed, which I think is awful. So I searched far and wide for competitive electoral districts in our area, and I wanted to pick at least one district or at least one city that is really emblematic of the problems that the country is facing and the problems that voters are dealing with around the country. And believe it or not, that is happening right now in White Plains, New York. White Plains is a storied community that has a very rich history, and right now, you are seeing incredibly robust debate and dialogue play out in the race for common council. And a lot of the issues that are on your mind, whether you live in Florida, California, Tennessee, Alaska, they are playing out right in White Plains. And that's why I wanted to invite Dr. Enrique Gennetti, who is a Republican candidate for White Plains Common Council, into the studio. Enrique, it's great to meet you. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me in, Frank. I also want to welcome uh, an old friend of mine, uh, Brian Peroni, who's run for office before. He's a a small business owner and a a great guy in his own right. And in the interest of full disclosure, a friend of mine, he lives in this area. Hello, Brian. 
Hey, Frank, thanks for having us. Enrique, let let me begin with you. Uh, This is the uh, most difficult question that candidates face, and sometimes it's the easiest question that uh, the candidates face. It's a question that really probably ended Ted Kennedy's presidential campaign. Why do you want to do this? What made you run for office? I've lived in White Plains for over seven years, so I love the neighborhood. I love the different diversity it has to offer. Um, I met a couple great people in the town, and they all mentioned to me how, and I see how the town has changed dramatically over development, um, downtown, a lot of vacant uh, stores, a lot of non-development of business. So I want to be part of it because I feel like no one in the opposition party is trying to be a part of it. So I want to sort of make a change and try to have different ideas to bring into the table to the councilman. Now, the way it works in White Plains, as I understand it, is there are five candidates running for three seats. Correct. And whoever the top three vote getters are, they, they're the three that are elected. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Now, um, one of the things that I've j- just been floored by, especially since becoming a homeowner for the first time four years ago, but really now that we're airing in Florida, we're in some ways talking to more New Yorkers in Florida than we are in New York, has been the cost of living in New York. Now, Westchester specifically, everybody that I know that lives out there complains about property taxes and the cost of living across the board. If you're elected, are you actually able to do anything about the cost of living? Um, There's a couple of things they can do about they're doing developments that are are more high rises for luxury building. So hopefully if I'm elected, there will be other developments that could be more geared into lower income, middle class. Everybody talks about lower income, but I think what we're facing is middle class not being able to afford apartments or houses. So there has to be a way where there's voting that allows us to have individuals to be more affordable, such as grants, lowering the AMI um, points in order to have more people affordability to buy houses or even to buy a condo or a townhouse in our community. So I think to getting more developers to develop things that are not too costly and working together in the private sector and the city sector to have these developments, I think will be more affordable for what individuals. Is, have you noticed a lot of people moving to places like Florida from your area? Sure, yeah. Yeah, and you think it's primarily due to cost? Of course. I treat a lot of individuals who are nurses, techs, who work at White Plains Hospital, and they keep telling me they can't afford a one-bedroom mm. or a studio in White Plains. Now, one of the things that uh, people uh, like Governor Hochul, for instance, always raise in uh, in answer to that, basically, is that's why we need denser housing. That's why we need to build more houses so that it, uh, it increases the supply and drives the price down. A lot of people that live in certain communities, they say, no, I I really don't want the community that I've lived in and grown up in to be destroyed with development that's out of character with what I'm used to. Um, So explain to me where you come down on that. Are you kind of on the Hochul uh, view of things or on the non, the the more traditional view, I'll call it? I I think the more traditional view. I think that we should try to focus on having certain lands and bringing more developers that are willing to develop affordable housing for middle class and for individuals who are not able to afford. They're attracting more developers with luxury. For instance, downtown, they're developing seven 
big luxury buildings. Um, we had a debate a couple of weeks back, and the opposition party talks about affordable housing. But they've been there for four years. Why did they not build a building that's more geared into middle class affordability? Um, so I think if I'm there, I'm trying to bring more views of trying to have new developments that people are more able to afford, having local banks being able to have mortgages that be accredited, some sort of a community or county grants for housing. So those kind of things that um, I'm focusing to, if I become elected, to have more affordability. I think the other thing is we have an issue is a senior affordability. Mm. Assisted living facilities, they're incredible. I don't know if you know of anybody that goes to assisted living. They pay thousands of dollars a month, and they run out of income. Right. No, my grandmother was in this uh, position. It's very tough. Um, I wish the town, the city, federal will try to look into affordability for seniors. Uh, Private sector with the city money to build communities that are affordable for seniors. Brian Peroni is here as well. Brian, I know you're a uh, business owner. One of the one of the issues that I hear from business owners in New York all the time is about how much it costs just to stay in business and how much more profitable their business would be if they relocated to some other place, whether it's Delaware, Florida, somewhere else. Has that has that been your experience? Absolutely. Regulations, taxes, you know, payrolls, everything has just gone through the roof and it's just, you know. Bite inflation, if you want to call it, it mm. really is. It's just driving costs up, and it's just getting difficult to, to operate a small business. I feel like they don't want any small businesses anymore. They want the big chains that they can just watch over and keep a close eye on and see what's happening. Yeah, it drives me crazy every time I see a, a local business close so they could put up a, a Chase Bank or a CVS. It just kills me. Uh, we're talking with uh, Dr. Enrique Gennetti. Uh The early voting is open. Polls are open. You could vote today. You could vote this weekend. He's running for White Plains Common Council. But uh, there are races around the country that are dealing with these very same issues. Enrique, one of the issues that I hear about wherever I go, doesn't matter if it's a Republican or Democratic community, black, white, Hispanic, whatever, is the the issue of of crime. And a lot of people are concerned about the uptick in crime. Others uh, have said, well, you know, the crime situation is really not that bad. It's really just people's perception. The media and certain political people, they want to make you think that there's a crime crisis when in actuality crime is not as bad as it used to be. From where you're standing, um, what is the crime situation like, not only in your community, but in other similar communities around the country? Is it a perception problem or is it Um, really bad? I think it's um, more than a procession problem. There's a lot of in individuals that I know that go downtown to restaurants and they feel unsafe walking back to their cars because they have somebody handling them mm-hmm. or heckling them. So I think definitely there should be more supervision of police officers and try to control downtown um, businesses because without businesses and restaurants and people not willing to go to eat uh, because they feel unsafe to go to the cars, I think it's a big challenge for the business owners as well then. So what can you really do as a local elected official? Um, speak to the police department, have more uh, spot checks, more uh, frequent moving, having some presence there, having that presence there. You don't have those individuals hanging around and interfering with the local business at nighttime. You know, Frank, I think also because it's one side, it's all Democrats too. I think a lot of the uh, problems and crime that happens is suppressed. 
they keep it out of the paper. Interesting. Interesting. So now White Plains right now, it's that all the elected leadership is Democrat, right? Yes. So uh, even if someone's a Democrat, maybe, the, you know, they would think if balance in government is a good thing, maybe elect a Republican or two, that would bring some right. semblance of balance to White Plains government, which kind of would be my view. I got to ask you about this migrant situation. Uh, this uh, Westchester was sort of one of the first communities we really heard that they were bringing migrants into. This was uh, early on in the process. This issue has exploded all over the place in New York City, in Massachusetts, all over the place. And I'm really empathetic to what a lot of these local elected officials say. They say, look, this is a, a failure of the national government. The national government's mm-hmm. got to come up with a solution. And what are we supposed to do? What can local elected officials do if they try to bus migrants into your community? What do you do about it? Well, it, it's a sanctuary city, White Plains. So there's different uh, hotels that they have downtown that where they're staying. I think the problem with the current councilman and the mayor is trans- transparency, where they are. Whether they, what type of needs they need, I, I don't think a lot of local individuals know where they're staying or how many are there in White Plains. If they are, how is are they being monitored? How are they interfering with the community? So the transparency part is the most big issue there. Uh, the other, uh, you want to add anything there, I Brian? Just, I think it goes back to that. It's all run by Democrats, so mm-hmm. nobody's going to push back mm-hmm. on anything really. They're just going to go along lock, stock, lock, stock, and barrel. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. We're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder.
You know, Westchester was one of those communities where it used to be red, used to be Republican. Then it kind of became purple. Sometimes it was Republican. Sometimes it was Democrat. These last few years, it looks like it's become increasingly blue. Even in 2022, when Lee Zeldin won a lot of purple areas of the state, he still lost in Westchester, I think. Why do you think that's the case? Why do you think Westchester has gone from red to purple to, to blue? I'm going to be honest with you. They're barely well organized. The Democrats. Uh, yeah, they are. Financially, structurally, they stick together. They they make sure, not even myself, like you mentioned, there's six councilmen. They're all one-party rule with the mayor. And I'm just one person. If I win, I think it's a great idea because you have a different voice, a different opinion. But they're even fighting hard just for me, challenging me because I'm one person going. And then you can see the things where they're doing with my campaign, but uh, it's one party rule. And I think they stick together and they finance really well for the state as well. If people want to learn more about your candidacy or your campaign, maybe even make a donation or volunteer, what's the best way to do that? Uh, it's Enrique Genetti. So it's E-N-R-I-Q-U-E-J-I-N-E-T-E.com. Uh, Enrique Genetti, J-I-N-E-T-E.com. And uh, as Brian mentioned, it is, you know, a heavily democratic city. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that you could tell a Democrat that may say, you know, I actually agree with some of the things that Enrique is saying, but I'm a Democrat. I want I want Democrats to get elected. Is there anything that you tell Democrats about why they should I, vote for you? I tell them that I'm the voice of White Plains. I look forward to the senior care, which is everybody opinion has a grandmother or elderly aunt in the services of the need. Children, I think I think we lack of teenagers and children different type of programs, after-school programs, BOCES programs. Everybody wants to make sure that you're going to do well education. So I talk those topics, too, and they seem to like that because it's something that no one talks about. So yeah. I, so one I, of the other things we're seeing uh, nationwide as a problem is uh, drug overdoses. Uh, you know, you're a doctor. I'm sure you're, you're on the front lines of the opioid epidemic. Uh, sometimes people will start taking painkillers with the best of intentions and they end up getting hooked. Other times they start during that journey through a different path. The bottom line is in the throughout the country, we're losing more people every year through to drug overdoses than we did in the whole Vietnam War. At the local level, what can people really do about this? How do you fight back against this no. level of drug overdose? I think for uh, teenagers, young adults, it's education, trying to emphasize the bad of federal drugs, trying to hit it where the core is, family values, trying to explain. I have friends and I have family friends who have passed a fentanyl and drug overdose, and everybody's seen it. It's trying to catch them earlier before they do anything that becomes worse and try to educate and try to get the right help and the assistance. Time to end daylight saving time? Yes. All right. You got my endorsement. Uh, Brian, uh, this guy seems okay. Oh, good. I'm yeah. glad you gave his approval. For uh, uh, Brian Peroni, Enrique Gennetti. Uh, you can check out Enrique's website if you want to learn more about him or if you want to volunteer over the course of the next couple of days. It's one of the few competitive elections at really anywhere in our area. Uh, Enrique Gennetti, J-I-N-E-T-E dot com. Good luck to you. Keep Thank you posted. so much. For Thanks again, Frank. Thank Appreciate you. it. If you want to comment on any portion of our conversation, you're certainly welcome to give me a call. 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead.